0: This is JFM Podcast. And a very good morning to you. Thank you for staying with J101.9 FM. Welcome to another interesting, innovative, and informative, educative morning on the program let 's talk and this morning, much to talk about and before we get into our discuss of the day uh, let 's take a look at some stories, some news stories making the rounds this morning. Now, the attorney General uh, of the Federation and Minister of Justice has confirmed that uh, the federal government has received the four point two million pounds uh, associated with the family of the former governor, James E. Boree, and says the amount has been credited into the federal government account. Also, at uh, the governor of Enugu State has strategized and the IGP has launched Operation Restore Peace right there in the southeast. Governor Biodun sacks appointee over a large fraud. We need to see more governors taking these actions. And also, smooth political transition bill passes second reading. UK government seeks strengthening of democracy in Africa. And... Uh, With that being said, a lot has been going on uh, in Kaduna State and also we have breaking news uh, coming from Delta State. The prominent Nigerian governor dissolves entire cabinet. SSG chief of staff affected. Permanent secretaries in Delta are now to take over the ministries in the state. This is as the state governor Ifani Okowa on Tuesday, May 18, dissolved his cabinet. It was gathered that Okowa took the decision to bring in fresh hands in a bid to achieve the state's people-oriented agenda. Hmm. While the governor also directed all permanent secretaries to take charge of the various ministries with immediate effect and this decision also affects the secretary to the state government, chief of staff to the government house and Okowa's senior political advisor and uh, the report is that during a pre- press briefing on Tuesday, Charles Anyagu, a former commissioner for information, explained that the governor's resolve was aimed at giving room for fresh blood to strengthen the administration vision of building a stronger state. Uh, the governor of Imo State just recently Hope was a sacked 20 of his commissioners. The governor announced the sacking of the officials on Wednesday, May 12th at the end of the usual weekly executive council meeting. The Commissioner for Information and Strategy Mbadiwe, Mbadiwe Emelumba, who spoke on behalf of the governor, told journalists that Uzodima took the decision to enable effective governance in the state. He disclosed that the eight members of the cabinet cabinet retained by the governor include the Commissioner for Finance, Science and Technology, Health, Works, Information, Youth and Sports, Women Affairs and Tourism. The sacking of the 20 commissioners came just one month after the governor reshuffled his cabinet. The firing of the officials came as a surprise to the affected appointees as there was no sign that the announcement would be made. The same decision was taken earlier in 2021 by Governor Rotimi Akeredolu of Onjo State. The Governor made the announcement on Thursday, February 18, during the valedictory meeting of the State Executive Council. And to shed more light on all of these issues and more this morning, we have Barrister Nantok-Dashwar. Thank you for joining us this morning, Barrister. Good morning. It's been a while. We haven't uh, had you here on radio. You've been busy.
1: Yes, very, very busy.
0: Litigating all over. Yeah. Well, good to have you here you. so um what is your take on what is going on now with all the governors re- re- reshuffling some sacking and uh what is the goal or what is the aim uh when we see moves like this well some uh, say to inject fresh blood
1: yes i believe so uh i think it's commendable uh it's usually uh good that governors assess at some point the performance of their government and uh, to sieve and throw away those who they believe are not are uh, meeting up to the expectations that they had, and are not uh, maybe keen into the agenda of the government. So I think uh, the governors have their reasons. They have the power to hire and fire. So I'm sure all the governors have specific reasons why they are taking the decisions they are taking.
0: Hmm. Also, uh, we have seen uh, the bill. Just to touch on that a little, the smooth political transition bill passes second reading, and uh, can you shed any light on that?
1: Smooth, smooth transition bill. Hmm. Where, 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 I've, I've, it's strange to me. I don't know what the bill intends to achieve. And all well, it thing.
0: says the members of the House of Representatives on Tuesday passed through a second reading, uh, a, a bill that seeks to provide a legislative framework for handing over the process by the outgoing president and vice president to democratically elected president and vice president.
1: Well, it, it, sometimes I feel like some of these efforts are just a distraction and unnecessary. Uh, what what uh, the, the question I'll ask is, what, what, what's wrong with the way that uh, uh, democratically elected presidents has tra- have transited to other democratic elected presidents? I mean, uh, good luck transited to Buhari and, uh, in 2015. So there was no bill, there's no law, and it was smooth. So I don't know what... I think this is unnecessary and it's just a distracting. They, maybe they don't have work to do in the National Assembly, so... <laughs>
0: Well, this quiet again over FG's 2.34 trillion naira external loan request. Uh, this has been causing a lot of reactions. Uh, let's see uh, what some of the federal lawmakers are saying. Honorable Godfrey Ali Gaya condemned it in its entirety. The 2.4 trillion naira or $6.18 billion loan, which the federal government is seeking to finance the 2021 budget deficit, according to the PDP chieftain, taking the loan when Nigeria is groping under economic pressure and difficulty is bad for the country. He said adding the proposed loan to the one on ground is tantamount to mortgaging gauging the future of the younger generations while adding that Nigeria is drifting towards modern day colonialism which will not augur well for the country as a sovereign nation. He expressed the fear that most loans that the government has collected are being channeled to areas that will not yield revenue to the economy. He said, in quotes, it is obvious that the 2.34 trillion naira loan being borrowed by the federal government is one loan too many.
1: I totally agree with him. It is, uh, you know, sometimes you wonder if the people who are advising the government to keep borrowing actually have the interest of 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 Nigeria at heart. Uh, maybe you know they do not believe that Nigeria will will last for so long, so they feel like I mean, because there's there's just no reason why. These monies have been borrowed, and there's nothing to show for the borrowing. And you borrow only to 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 to, to fund a current expenditure. You borrow to, to 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 dash people money on the streets and say you are doing a market woman something five thousand per market woman and all of that. So these are not things that you should be borrowing money to do. If you are borrowing money, it should be for capital infrastructure. It's for to to inject in areas of the economy where. Uh, funds or revenue will be generated in order to sustain the economy. But when you are borrowing just to be dashing money, and uh, you know it's, it's it's really disheartening and worrying and worrisome.
0: Hmm. All right, let's get into our major focus this morning, the imbroglio between the, the state government of Kaduna and NLC. A lot has been going on. Let's hear now from uh, the NLC chairman, Ayuba Waba, and his reactions.
2: Let me say clearly that uh, the governor lacks power under the Constitution, under the Trade Union Act, and even under the Miscellaneous Act, his quoting to declare any offender wanted. I say so because Niger- under the Nigerian Constitution and Trade Union Act, the NLC and Trade Unions have a fundamental right, one, to protest, to strike lockouts, assemble peacefully, especially in such a situation where workers are sacked in large number without respecting the provision of Section 20 of the Labor Act. Section 20 of the Labor Act prescribed clearly that before any employer or government contemplates redundancy or sack of workers, first, the unions shall be notified of one, the reason, two, the scope, and three, there must be a discussion to put the facts on the table. I want to put it to you that this provision has been violated. And therefore, if there is anybody that is supposed to be brought before the law, is the governor that has violated the sanctity of our labor law. So, clearly speaking, in fact, today, the event of today, which you are saying, he came to the neighbor roundabout, we are there. In fact, the distance between where he was and where we are addressing the workers because we are almost completed uh, the rally for the day. We are taking prayers and uh, maybe announcements. He came and entered the office. We learned he climbed up to see the crowds and later the talks, higher talks. Don't say uh, counter uh, protest. higher talk. And don't forget that in the morning as early as 6 o'clock, I gave all the security agencies information about that government have higher talks. The contractor to those talks is Alhadi Hassan Goska, from High Banki in Kao, who is a car dealer. And we have it on clips. We have shared the clips with all the security agencies. I called all the offices this morning of security operatives in Kaduna and gave them this information before the talks came. They came to try to attack the workers, throwing stores. We apprehended two, handed over to the police. And Nemesis caught up with them as those at the back of them were throwing stone and our workers were following them. They hit one of them with a the stone and he fell down on the spot and died. So clearly speaking, the police, I think, must have taken the cops. And you can see and find out that these are hired cops. Our protests have been peaceful. NLC is known and trade unions for peaceful protests and that's why every member has a cap, has a shirt, has a tag indicating his union that he came from. This is very sad. I can say that clearly this is a crude abuse of power. And therefore, clearly speaking, the issue is an issue that we will follow up to the latter because such a crude abuse of power cannot be allowed to go unchecked. If not, then we are gravitating through anarchy oh, quickly. and also making sure that people are just thrown out of their jobs. We have a clip. We have shared this clip with the DSS. We have shared with the police since 6 in the morning. We had the conversation about those were contracted where the money will be shared and what they are expected the talk one of the talks because they were using stone to throw at our members and our members were also chasing them so those in the front trying to run uh the person at the back tried to throw a stone and it hit one of them so the person fell there we left him there we don't know whether he's dead or not But he fell there. there is not among us i think he's less than 16 years of age is one of the talks, and I think the police can be able to report on that. I told you initially that 21,000 workers, teachers that were sacked two years ago, were not paid. Of recent 7,000 local government workers, no, 7,000 workers comprising of about 2,000 local government workers, 1,700 primary care agency workers, and 4,000 workers from subet that's the primary health care agency. All of those people were sub letters. None of them have been paid, and therefore, those are the issues that we said they are crude abuse of power. Uh, in uh, industrial relations, and particularly in the uh, provisions of uh, the acts that deals with workers, there are very clear provisions that allow workers to go on strike and withdraw their, their services, especially in this type of situation. It's not illegal and I've quoted the laws. The Trade Union Act provides for that very clearly. This is, all of this is crude abuse of power. And uh, basically people should know that nothing lasts forever, because whatever goes around also comes around. So what I want to say is that this is a crude abuse of power, and I think all Nigerians must condemn all of this, because in labor we believe in solidarity, we believe in respect for the rule of law, and we believe that human beings should be seen as human beings with dignity. There must be dignity in labor, not people you can use and just dump or discard. This is the situation, and that is why we are even protesting. I assure you that the National Executive Council. You are aware that we took two levels of decision. First is the five-day action here, and the second one is also to call on the Nigerian states and the Nigerian people to try to expose some of these extremists. Because I can say that this is an extremist. Uh, clearly, is an extremist in this regard, because no governor at in the present dispensation have sacked seven thousand workers without labour challenging. And I can say that no governor to date has sacked this number of workers without respecting the provision of the law. Every state we had issues with them, we will write to the chief executive demanding for social dialogue that we have done with Kaduna. Many states we have visited, in fact, before the action commenced, they will invite us to discuss the issue and resolve it. And the MOU or community or the uh, the processes at the end of the meeting will make it public to everybody. And the workers will be aware of it since we arrived here that opportunity was not there in fact i had the head of service and others saying that we're invited that is false nobody was invited i can say that very clearly unambiguously and therefore labor is always ready to dialogue the provision of the law was violated the provision of the law said before you declare redundancy even before you contemplate section 20 it has three items item one is that labor Shall, where even you don't have labor, the representative of the worker shall be invited and discuss one, the reason for the redundancy. The fact will be put on the table. Two, the scope of the redundancy. And B item says, even when you are to do redundancy, it will be last to come into the service that will be the first to go. And the third item of it is that redundancy benefit will be discussed at the time you are handing over the letter of the engagement. His check will also be read, including his severance package. This law has been violated with impunity.
0: Thank you so much for staying with us. The program is Let's Talk, and this morning we're looking at the tension between the Kaduna State government and the Nigeria Labour Congress. And we also have joining us via phone this morning. uh, We have uh, Kaduna State uh, University staff who is also affected. Uh, That is um, Mr. Yusuf Sanusi. Thank you for joining us.
3: My pleasure.
0: All right, good to have you. So, what is going? on can you paint a picture and give us more information concerning what is happening in Kaduna State?
3: Uh, good morning, all. Honestly, what is happening in Kaduna is very, very pathetic. We didn't accept it. We don't like it. We don't want it, and we don't pray it should happen to any state, not only in Nigeria, but in Nigeria in general. The decisions done by the federal government of the United and the union should be reversed. Thank God the federal government has intervened and is working tirelessly to see the end of this mess. We are affected, the society are affected, the environment is affected, and the whole world is watching us. Peace. Please. That they behave as human beings, so that will be affected by all. Hmm.
0: So, um, how have you been affected by the decisions of the state government? Look,
3: you are your staff in your labor organizations. How will you feel now if you're, your organization is sucky? You can't even ask somebody that how was he affected when he was stuck. by why he is having why we get his daily bread. Okay, why do you want me to go now? Hmm. How do you want to start? What do you want to eat? How do you want me to feed my family? No, no, no,
4: no, no. Don't think about it.
0: So, how has how the protest been? Uh, we heard the protest uh took a violent turn, where some thugs came in to disrupt the the protest.
3: So honestly, honestly, before 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 the time. I arranged everything I have been into and I will not come out. I'm just watching everything through the So I cannot go out of town, and I cannot otherwise. I've not seen anything from my own eye. I'm not going to go to the media. So I will mm. not go anywhere till after these five days. That's when I and my family will come out.
0: So so, I will not myself. Oh, okay. So basically, um, what is going on at the moment right now? Is the protest still continuing? Yes. Alright, uh, thank you so much uh, for your time and uh, let's just continue from here now, Barrister Nantok. Now, first of all, let's start from the beginning. How should uh, a protest uh, be conducted? What is the due process? Let's be sure that uh, no law was broken.
1: Yes, uh, the, the concern of the Federal Republic of Nigeria has provided that everybody has a right to express himself and it is in fact a fundamental human right the right to expression so it is it is usually when you are about to pro- i mean when you have a reason to protest you you inform the security agencies now there's no law that says you must inform them but for the sake of your security you inform them about your intention to protest the venue of your protest and what you are protesting about so that they sh- they can provide security cover for you So, as soon as you do that, there is no limit to your right to protest. The only limitation is that you make sure that it is peaceful and it is in a public place. You cannot go to a private uh, property and protest on a government, I mean, on. public issues. So make sure that it is, for instance, uh, a stadium, a public square, is the roads and all of that. But in while exercising your right of protest, you must also ensure that you do not impede the right of others who do not intend to protest with you, so that they can also go about their normal uh, day-to-day activities. Now, in the case of the NLC, the NLC is a registered trade union. It is, first of all, they are covered by their their constitutional rights to associate as a union. And secondly, their right to express themselves as a union. So I think that uh, I, I do not see anything wrong with the fact that they intend to, they, they have expressed their right to protest, and they, I think they are, they are they are just exercising their constitutional right to protest. Mm.
0: All right. Now, is it out of the purview of the Kaduna State Government to right-size its workforce, or under the Labour Act or Labour Law, what does it say?
1: Yes, the the any, every employer has the right to to fire. Uh, The labor it employs But there are two uh, Broad categories Now those who There's what we call employment uh, uh, Those whose employment enjoys statutory flavor That is those who are employed by government agencies Those who are in the public service or civil service And those whose employment do not enjoy statutory flavor That's uh, private uh, contracts Private contracts uh, of employment That's between companies and its staff And all of that So the ones that Uh, Like for those ones who are not uh, do not enjoy employment with statutory flavour, the employer can fire and fire. I mean, with good reason, with bad reason, with no reason at all, he can hire and fire. He can just simply write you and say your services are no no longer required. But employment with statutory flavour, there are laid down procedures upon which, uh, through which such employer can be disengaged from service. Now. Some is disciplinary. If you you you, you, maybe the the, you have violated some of the rules of civil service and all of that, then you are put through a disciplinary procedure before you are disengaged. Mm. In this case, where the governor is just complaining about the wage bill of the of the civil service and the how much he spends on Mm. paying salaries and all of that, yes, there's a procedure under which you can disengage staff. That's what the NLC chairman was, uh, the NLC president was was highlighting. The, the the first the last person to be employed is the first person that will be disengaged. And there are, I mean, there are, uh, there are entitlements he's entitled to. You you must pay severance, uh, severance fee, and all of that. So these were things that ordinarily should have come in place, and you must also do so in collaboration with labor, because the labor needs to check and be sure that look, it is you are not just selecting people by, by some sentiments and all of that, that you are going through the procedure, getting people who were employed the last. The last people to be employed, these are the people that should first uh, be disengaged. So, I think that's the emphasis that the NLC president was, was, was laying.
0: Hmm. Okay, also, um. I don't know if it's morally now or legally, uh, should the NLC sympathize with the position of the government concerning the fiscal inabilities that the state government uh, is saying that you know they are constrained and this act uh, is to take care of the workers and 84% of what the Kaduna state government receives from the federal government is spend on staff salaries.
1: Well, first of all, I think uh, in law, the, the sentiments does not, there's no space for sentiments in law. So it is not, the, the, there's no space for the labor to sympathize with the government As really, as, as per legally Morally Personally I feel that the government Does not deserve any sympathy In fact no government in Nigeria deserves any sympathy About complaint that uh, The wages of workers is too burdensome Because First what has the government done To show that it is genuinely And sincerely interested In reducing wage bill Ask the governor how much is security votes what has he been using security votes to do? Ask him, how much does he use to fuel his convoy? Has he reduced the number of cars in his convoy? Or the fuel consumption that the convoy consumes? Or the school fees? Or medical trips? or You know, all of this exorbitant lifestyle that they live. The private jets that they take. The, the food they... Has he reduced the number of cows they kill for, for lunch in, in the government house? The drinks that they buy? And redu- when you begin to reduce these things first, then you cannot tell the civil servants, look, this is what I have done. On my part as a governor I i need your own contribution so that we can reduce the wage bill but when you are living an affluent life you are living an exorbitant life you are living a life as if you are a a, a king in a kingdom a, a king in a palace and you expect people who are earning in fact you have not even started paying the minimum wage so you you want them to make the sacrifice when you that is earning in serious millions, stealing billions in fact, and you are you are you are finding it reluctant to give it, to give out your own sacrifice to say no I'm sacrificing this pleasure I enjoy, you know for for me to be able to afford more. Uh, to be able to afford to do some more capital projects for the state. Look at the kind of money that we are borrowing to do what to service to service these exorbitant lifestyles. Hmm.
0: Well, in 2017, we saw the state governor Nasir El Rufai. Uh, he said that 21,780 teachers, two thirds of the total, had failed to score 75 percent or higher on assessments given to pupils. And uh, he said 25,000 new teachers would be recruited to replace them. Mr. El Rufai made the comments at uh, a meeting with the World Bank representatives uh, that year. The hiring of teachers in the past was politicized, he says, and we intend to change that by bringing in young and qualified primary school teachers to restore the dignity of education in the state. Uh, He was quoted as saying, and also he said the problem with pupil teacher ratio across the state would also be addressed. Uh, Some areas currently had one teacher for every nine pupils, while others, uh, while other areas the ratio was 1 to 100. Now, we've seen him do this. This is not the first time that he's carried out actions like this. And so still there is the question of, you know, how wrong is it for him to take teachers who are not meeting up to the standards out of the system?
1: Yeah, I, 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 first, I agree with him that uh, people who are not qualified to be employed should not be employed. Uh, if there are teachers who, for instance, cannot pass the exams where they test their own students, I don't think those kind of people have a place in the education system and should not be teachers. However... He has said that he that he was going to replace those ones that he's firing. Has he done so? Secondly, the fact that the number of the ratio of teachers versus students that he's saying is falling too short is that not a reason why you should employ more civil servants? So that is not the reason why it should be. I mean, that's that's contradicting what his current position, what Hmm. he's doing now.
0: Again, what is the right of the Nigerian worker? It was it was still in the month of May it was may day just yes, recently and some say oh it was a lamentation and i don't know what include adding this to the lamentations of what has been going on to the workers i don't know what will make of this
1: the, the, the right of the workers is what they are doing now especially in kaduna they are protesting it is a fundamental right to protest it is a fundamental right to express themselves to disagree with the government and when they do so and it is it is it is it would be wise for the government to begin to unfortunately Erufai is not one of those who usually Uh, finds reason to to change his mind when he has made up his mind on something. But I hope that the pressure that the NLC will mount on him will make him see the reason to change course and begin to find reasons why he should negotiate or discuss these issues. If there's reason why you want to downsize the civil service, you must do so in collaboration with the labor. You can't just do so unilaterally.
0: Okay, what does the law say concerning casualization of workers?
1: Yes, uh, you, you see, the, the an employer usually and always has a power to hire and fire. Now, like I said, employment with statutory flavor, there are procedures, whether in hiring or firing. So, and the kind of uh, labor you want to engage, for instance, you have a right to employ people on on casual basis or on contract basis and all of that but you must follow the laid down procedure at the beginning of the agreement it must be known that look at this point i'm employing you as a casual staff or as in fact even on probation or all of that so it must be known from the beginning but once you have employed somebody as a permanent staff employment uh, uh, that that is covered by by the civil service uh, rules and, and regulations then before you fire them you must follow that same procedure from op- op- which you fired, the, I mean, you hired them. Mm.
0: All right, well, um, the head of civil service in Kaduna State had said that uh, local labor at state level had been carried along uh, its uh, labor at the national level that's crying or singing a discordant tune, uh, but labor at the national level, that's Ayuba by saying it is false. And the headlines also, we've seen some headlines read NLC uh, was not welcome in Kaduna, and uh, many are asking is there anything personal, but the Kaduna State Government's response uh, in Kaduna claims that they cannot continue to use 84 to 96% of FAC receipts on personal costs, saying it would shortchange the majority of people elected to serve. The NLC chairman in Kaduna State gave the figures of those disengaged, over 2,000 local government workers disengaged, 1,700 primary health care workers, 4,000 suburb workers all over. Uh, It's about 7,000 local government workers. That is more than 11,000 Kaduna civil servants already uh, cancelled for disengagement. So, what is your take on this this morning? You can join in on the conversation on zero nine zero five five six in four places nine nine and zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Welcome. Good
5: morning, very much Emeka. I'm calling you from Terminals.
0: Welcome, Emeka.
5: Well, L five, yeah, I remember very well. You were among those that led the protest. Ash occupying Nigeria. You know, uh, when he led that protest, there was nobody that came there to disrupt that protest. Uh, President Buhari also led that protest. I mean, you get to understand what is happening currently, even here on the plateau. There was a protest, and you saw what happened. The workers were and the You saw that protest in other states. You know, when the uh, the the, the the, 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 the answer issue came up he said hoodlums, it's a messenger, the said political talk. The Lagos state that was the picture of this guy holding matches. And up to today he has not been interrogated. here on the plateau, you saw somebody that was arrested and he said he was giving five hundred naira to destroy protests. Ayubaba also made uh, facts, you know, in the interview he had yesterday with the national T V uh, some of the hoodlums, we are detained. So he went to the police do their investigation, whoever is interrupting democracy it does not make sense. The Nigerian Labour they, they fought for the democracy of this country. Today, you and I are enjoying democracy. Everybody is enjoying democracy. These are long time efforts, long time struggle from NLC, NLC and some other uh, unions. If they did not do what they have done in the past, we will not be talking about the democracy that these people are enjoying. President Wari is a former military man. He's enjoying the democracy because people like NLC fought for it. So that is just it. The police needs to interrogate whoever has sponsored talks to go there to disrupt people's families and, and homes. Then people need to be interrogated. That's not my criticism. The police need to interrogate those who don't Thank That's you very
0: thing. much. 090556 in four places. Nine nine and zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. And on Facebook here, uh, let's see uh, what uh, Don Jimmy Akpan is saying. Well, for me, issue of Kaduna government. Let him remember the money is not his property. The money belongs to the Kaduna people. Let him. Humble himself to the workers. His action is not a solution. May God help this country. Hello and good morning.
4: Hello, good morning. Welcome. Thank you very much. My name is Sadiq Umar. I'm calling from Tcha and T Junction.
0: Address your concern, Mr. Sedik.
4: Yes, I would like to comment. Your guests have spoken well on the matters that arise, right. but see what is happening in Kaduna. Actually, is inhumane. What the governor is doing because there is a method that you will just sack workers without any information and without any awareness. And after all, the NLC are on strike. And you are seeing even sackings of other workers uh, apart from that. They have to me that he is not entangled with the uh, leadership of the people. No matter how your policy as a governor is. If people are not okay with your policy, then you have to change it. But for him to be stubborn about it and on, on his own or on his own uh, type of leadership I think is okay to the people of Kaduna because now we don't know what is going to lead into this uh, that is going on. And the Northern Governors Forum also supposed to interfere into this issue. That's why we are calling on restructuring in Nigeria because there is a lot of systems that have to be changed. If not, the people will be just suffering, and uh, nothing will be happening.
0: Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, Sadiq Omar. Well, the northern governors uh, have said something concerning this president of the Nigeria Labor Congress, Comrade Ayubawaba, earlier declared wanted by Kaduna State Governor and uh, Nasir el He On Tuesday he led thousands of protesters. Now, the governors are saying uh, uh, okay, let's get to that part. The federal government has waded into the ongoing strike and picketing in Kaduna State by organized labor. Uh, the Minister of Labor and Employment, uh, Senator Chris Ngige, said this in a statement signed by the Deputy Director, uh, Mr. Charles Apan, and he's saying that our, our correspondent has reported that the Nigeria Labor Congress and the Trade Union, TUC, had embarked on a five-day warning strike that commenced on Monday. Over a sack of 4,000 workers by the Kaduna state government, Ngige appealed to Malam el Rufai Wapa and the President of the TUC, Mr. Kadiri or Laleye to immediately seize fire. We are not unaware of what is going on in Kaduna State. It is a labor issue which has snowballed into a national strike and picketing by the two labor centers and affiliate unions. We hope and also urge the Kaduna State Governor not to escalate matters to such a level where it becomes uncontrollable. We also appeal to leaders of the labor centers to step down action to make way for discussion. Our ministry is wading into the matter and therefore calls on the warring parties to give peace a chance. And he also added importantly, I appeal to workers in critical sectors not to tamper with electrical or water installations so as not to bring more sufferings to the people of Kaduna State. Similarly, the Progressive Governors Forum has urged Governor el Rufai to return to negotiation table with the leadership of NLC to prevent the ongoing strike from crippling the nation's economy. Governor of KB State and Chairman of the Forum Abubakar Bagudu said this in a statement. On Tuesday in Abuja, the PGF noted that it has been following unfolding developments between NLC and Kaduna State Government over the issue of right sizing local government employees with deep concerns, noting all the challenges facing all our states, especially given dwindling revenue. We appeal to all patriotic Nigerians, including the NLC, to demonstrate more commitment toward engaging government at all levels to address the problem. Hello, good morning.
5: Good morning, dear.
0: Yes. Good morning, welcome.
5: Thank you. Please, um, the question um, is who does I think he is? People have been there before him, he came into power and then he does whatever he likes. Well not in animal farm for crying out loud. Um uh, even if he's complaining about the, the the federal the money coming from the federal um from the federal government is not enough to pay workers, what about the internal inter, internally generated revenue. What is he doing with it? Why do you disengage workers just like that? Because what, what I animal farm? What is what exactly is is, is fine now uh uh, uh or,
0: or what what exactly Let us know your name please before you drop. Mike. 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 Yes. Calling from Thank you, Mike, for calling. All right, now let's hear um, from uh, Mr. Jafaru, the Jafaru Sani Commissioner for Local Government. Let's hear what he had to say concerning the issue of SAC. When the
6: chairman, the state NSC chairman, had the opportunity. Uh, to meet with the head of service to get his rights, uh, he decided to abstain from, you know, the meeting. Uh, fortunately, all the unions uh, operating in the state, uh, the TEC and others, uh, Norge, uh, etc., were there they attended the meetings, they, they have these figures. Uh, we are happy that they have decided to come down to Kaduna. There will be least opportunity to really see exactly what is happening. Uh, when they kept saying that this administration uh, is anti-workers, I don't know whether to laugh or to cry, Because uh, on record, honestly, this administration is the one of the best in this country. Uh, without prompting of the label, uh, the government started implementing you know, the $30,000 minimum wage for the staff in the state service and the local government since uh, September 2019. Without fronting of the LLC, uh the minimum pension for uh, pensioners in the state was raised from a meager $6,000 monthly to uh 30, 000 era the bulk of this frenchness come from the 23 local government councils we have been failing this since uh, february 2020 without fail uh, without prompting of the label this administration approved six months maternity leave for female married workers in the public service of the state uh, so you can see that uh, Taken along with other, you know, improvements in service delivery, improvement in the working environment, uh, we expected that the level should have been at least uh, more uh, circumspect in really doing what they are doing. Uh, we have we are modernising the public service uh, by employing professionals, you know, for agencies. A total of 1,648 workers have been, uh, been disengaged. Uh, I said equally that the NNC, now that Kaduna, they can confirm this go from the uh, who uh, I equally mentioned that we have engagement because the exercise is over. Uh, this is a process that started from 2018. Uh, all the affected staff were given adequate notice to really uh, go and study. Uh, they have, you know, either case primary school level certificate or SSCE uh, or other. In fact, there are many of them without even qualifications that we found on the payroll. Uh, we have tried our very best to ensure that we are given them the opportunity to release 20. Uh We have a fund in the local government system where uh, 1% of the uh, revenues of the local government is being set aside monthly to fund the training in uh, long term and inside training for uh, for this first uh, many have taken advantage of this and uh, many others have not uh, when the Nolgi at the national level you know uh, interacted with the, the search chapter they were told this they were satisfied that yes uh, this staff have been given all the you know, chance to really uh, at least update their knowledge but they have failed to do so you uh, may recall, Uh, Local government sector has been variously, you know, referred by, you know, uh, scholars and other stakeholders in local government administration as a den of uh, ghost workers. As a welfare agency with a bloated uh, staff force, uh, a dream type of the resources for the local government that uh, should have been you no know, channel to the construction, you know, and implementation of programs and uh, projects for the people. Uh, so we we felt that to really really put local governments on a very very sound condition, we need to really look at their structure, uh, place them on the first to sustainable development if really we want our rural communities to transform. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is what we have been doing, you know, from the uh from the from twenty fifteen when this administration came on board today.
0: Yes, you just heard the voice or the soundbite of Jafar Usani, the commissioner for local government in Kaduna State. And he made a lot of allegations, uh, Barrister Nantok. He said uh, they were trying to sanitize the local government. It is known as a den uh, where people just go to, you know, say they are employed. And we've heard of ghost workers, And I think that term even came mostly from that local government uh, employment side. So what is your take on what he had to say?
1: Uh, firstly, whatever it is that you do... Uh, uh, in in order to I mean, save more money for me that entails having to fire workers for me I cannot support it except if for some reason you have shown that these workers were not qualified to have been employed in the first place but even if they were not qualified to have been employed in the first place they didn't employ themselves it was the same government that employed them mm. so it, you don't blame them for being employed you blame the people who employed them so in, in any event if you fire them have you made provisions to hire people to replace them so it's for me. I mean, in a state where insecurity is is becoming, in fact, it has become norm, and you 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 want to throw more people into the un- unemployment uh, uh, market, mm. then I think that's you are even it's even more dangerous for the state than any other thing. You, you are the person that is uh, the person that is even endangering the the, the 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 state. The more so for me, you have to you have to check when you are when you want to. Fires uh, workers. Have you made provisions to replace those workers? Because these workers are people who are taking care of their families, their, their relations. And there's a chain. Once a source of income has ceased, there's a chain of re- uh, reaction. There are people who cannot pay school fees. There are relations who cannot buy fertilizer and go to farm and all of that. So the, for, I, I don't think this, is the, the, uh, the, pol- this po- the policies of the Cardinal State government is... In tandem with, with what was supposed to be happening in a democracy, and a government which professes mm. a government which professes to be for the people, I think this is highly anti-people and it is highly anti-anti-democracy.
0: Now, still, when we look at um, the 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 body language now between uh, the government and labour, what kind of relationship normally should labour and government have? Uh,
1: you see, labour is usually a pressure group. However, uh you the, 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 the is a relationship between like a husband and a wife they are supposed to be uh, have a symbiotic relationship they benefit from one another. labor is supposed to caution the government when the government is going out of line and but also encourage the government or show the government the path where they feel like the government should. Be doing but the government also has policies it has agenda so it go, it must be able to communicate it agenda to labor so that they can achieve i mean both of them can achieve for the good of the people achieve uh, what they want to achieve for the state don't forget that this workforce for the state is civil service they are serving the people of the state mm. one way or the other they are providing services for the state so they they, they, they must be subject, they must subject themselves to the guidance of the executive because the executive sets the agenda for the state.
0: Hmm. So, is there any role at this point that the head of civil service can play or wade into this matter?
1: With the head of service, unfortunately, is an appendage of the governor. He, is, he's, 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 he receives directives from the governor. He receives orders from the governor. There is nothing he can do out of his own discretion or evolution. So, uh, unfortunately, he is a party in the dispute, so there is hardly really anything he can do. Hmm.
0: Okay, well, uh, when we look at the unions who have joined the strike action in Kaduna and also hearing um, the the Commissioner of Local Government saying that they forced people to join the National Union of Electricity Employees uh, has joined, the National Union of Food, Beverages and Tobacco has joined, uh, National Union of Teachers, Amalgamated Union of Public and Private Corporations, Civil Service, Technical and Recreational Services, National Union of Railway Workers. National Union of Banks, Insurance and Financial Institutions, um, also uh, Nupeng. All of these people uh, have joined and it looks like uh, Kaduna is grounded. I had also uh, earlier invited uh, Comrade Eugene, the NLC chairman here, to join me on the program, but he said um, he's already engaged and uh, they just rounded up the minimum wage negotiations yesterday and they need to tidy up. That's why uh, he's not here to lend his voice uh, to this issue. Now, um, when you look at this issue, uh, Barista the Nantok, can this become can this have a ripple effect in other states of course the way it does. that El has handled it, I don't know for will or
1: for war of, of course, of course, you see the, the, once there's insecurity in one part of the country, it, it no invariably it affects other parts of the country for instance, in Kaduna now if this issue degenerates into a full blown crisis, you expect that there will be commuters who will be travelling from Jaws, from mm-hmm. Abuja, from, uh, from Kanu into Kaduna or out of Kaduna. Now, these people will be trapped in the quagmire that will be, I mean, whatever that will happen on the road. And when there is a breakdown of law and order, everybody can be a victim. Whoever it is, it can be a victim. There are plateau religions. There are, uh, I mean, Nigerians from every part of the world are in are in a, a Kaduna. They are resident in Kaduna. So if my relation is affected in Kaduna, it has affected me here on the plateau. So I think that, I mean, uh, the uh, Edufile the, uh, the needs to, really needs to look at, go back to the drawing board and, and, and find other ways of generating revenue for Kaduna State other than... Uh, victimizing libo.
0: All right, you can still join in on the conversation. Zero nine zero five five six in four places. Nine nine zero nine zero nine eight eight four eight eight four eight. Hello and welcome. Good morning. Good morning to you.
4: Uh, this is Jude for Mr. Joshua.
0: Let's talk, Mr. Jude.
4: My sister, I don't know what else I is trying to do in Cardinal State. You say is there somebody that says he cannot negotiate with bandits or, or kidnappers or whatever? Are you sacking about 4,000 workers? What do you want them to do? If he encourages in by or not in state, in a city or in a state that has a very big problem. But he tries to the situation by sacking workers. What do you want those workers to do? How do you want them to do this? Or oh, you want them encourage them to enter into banditry and kidnapping? It's a million dollar question for that one to answer. His name is uh, I don't know whether you know what Muguli Malan needs. Understand? As you cannot help the masses, you increasing their pain, and they are the ones that put you into that office, and you are exposed with their taxpayers' money. You are still suffering them. God,
0: we judge this man. God bless so you, my sister. 090 in four places. 99090 090 And we'll take some comments and tweets from our feedback handles. Hello, good morning. good morning. Welcome.
4: Yeah, this of, I'm
0: All right, floor Mr. Enencha.
4: It is what everyone is very important. So now, most of them are dead members of their families. Where, 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 where are they going to start them now? It's a record of standing and Because most of people are out of their jobs. So I think what this is very wrong. Letting one about what very And it's not that this is the private monitoring forecast. The federal government are giving money to work up so I make money. So I don't see the federal fields I give up.
0: Thank you. Now, Namani Edwin is saying the actions of El Rufai can lead to a total shutdown of the country. He should be enlightened that he has no right or privilege as a governor to declare any citizen wanted under the constitution. Linda Bature, the current issue in Kaduna is a lesson to all the governors who see themselves as emperors in a democracy. Let's continue to pray for a better Nigeria, but say no to insensitive individuals in government. fifty-fifty every day is a decision day. You either give up, lie down, die, or you just get up, face the battle and march forward because the grind is real and it only gets harder but you can press on knowing this. Yunis Abok is saying the unfortunate drama in Kaduna only applies, amplifies the fact that individuals actually need an evaluation of the level of their capacity to hold public office. Now, Barista Nantok, does the governor have the right to declare Waba
1: wanted? It is ridiculous. It is unthinkable. It is... I mean, I don't know. Sometimes he speaks... I, I refer, well, let, not, sorry, don't get personal. You know, uh, legally, the governor. Does not have. he's not the police. The only person that has the power to declare a person wanted is the police or any other agency empowered by law to investigate and prosecute uh, crime. Now, Elifai is none of the above. He is not a security agent. He is not a member of any of uh, any of the security agencies that can prosecute or arrest or investigate for offences. So only somebody that can arrest can can can, can declare somebody wanted. So if Elifai believes that Ayuba Waba. Has uh, offended any of these it laws of the yes of, and, of Kaduna and, uh, State?
0: Destruction of infra- infrastructure. Well, the, Those are the crimes.
1: Under which law? That's the question. Now, if from the news I've read, he's, he's uh, saying that uh, the NLC president violated the Miscellaneous Offences Act. Now, that act is not a, is not the law of Kaduna State. It's an act of the Federal Republic of Nigeria. The Kaduna City Ministry of Justice cannot prosecute that offence. So, uh, Rufai, the best he can do is to report. If you suspect that anybody has committed an offense, you report to the nearest police station. That police station will take it up. Now they can... If, if the police station says, we have looked for Waba and we cannot see him, then we can declare him wanted. Mm. But somebody who has an address, who is in your state, who is the, addressing... And as in, as uh, yes, yesterday uh, he, he
0: said the, the 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 protest continues.
1: Yes, and he was in communication with discrete agencies and you are you are the one that is saying that he should declare. I mean, uh, he he, report. He, report to the nearest police or the Ministry of Justice for his statements to be taken. Mm-hmm. It's very. I, I don't know. The Ministry of Justice doesn't have the capacity to even investigate. They can only prosecute.
0: Well, let's hear what the Governor El Rufai has to say.
2: This act,
4: and we want him will bring him to justice. We are looking for him. He should report to the nearest police station, or report to us. He will be prosecuted for economic sabotage. There is no grounds for compromise. They have used their last ultimate weapon. It will not change anything. We will not change our position. And uh, that's it.
0: All right, and that is the governor of Kaduna State and his take. Now, Nos Nyong'o is saying, El Rufai is a military dictator in democracy camouflage. Sending talks to attack aggrieved labor members is the highest of it. If you want to reduce your workforce, do you, uh, if, do you do it by involving those who lead those forces? Sometimes I wonder why he does what he does. Seriously, it is uncivilized and undemocratic. And uh, also with Facebook, Dimas Bala. In Nigeria, the governor and president is a judiciary legislature and the executive at the same time. He or she makes the law interpret and implement it. Maybe we should stop electing new lawmakers and stop reading laws since their power cannot be used. Now that Dominic is saying, good morning, Zoe and your guests. Uh, The fracas going on in Kaduna is very embarrassing on the personality of the governor, El Rufai and to to declare the NLC president wanted. I don't know if El Rufai has the power to declare the NLC president wanted. Uh, Bernard Zinkfats is saying, what is happening in Kaduna state now is so disheartening and calls for immediate response, the NLC and state government should look for a common ground to resolve issues. All right, Barista, your last words.
1: Well, uh, El Rufai did not sound like uh, a, a governor in a democracy. He sounds like an emperor and I hope that people around him will advise him to begin to sound like a politician in a democracy and uh, I think that other governors should learn from him, I mean from what's happening in Kaduna, you cannot unilaterally be the alpha and omega in your state uh, there's a legislature, there's a judiciary unfortunately the judiciary on strike, but I mean these are peop- uh, arms of government that are supposed to you know, work in collaboration with, with the executive so that they can achieve whatever it is that they have for the people so I think governors, other governors should learn from what's happening in Kaduna, it is a wrong time especially in Nigeria at this point, it is a very wrong time to imagine that you are going to lay off about 11,000 civil servants from your From from your payroll, because these people have families, they have relations that they are feeding and all of that. They are paying school fees. They are feeding people. They are going to market to buy things. So El Rufai himself is even part of those sabotaging the economy of Kaduna said. So I think that, uh, I think other governors should learn from, from what's happening in Kaduna.
0: Alright, this is where we leave it here. This is where I drop the anchor. They say where trade unions are most firmly organized, they are the rights of the people most respected. Unions did in fact build the middle class. Thank you so much for being with us on this edition, this midweek edition of the program Let's Talk. We hope you have been firmly educated and informed this morning. Keep it dialogues locked right here. Remember that COVID-19 is real and please protect yourself. Good morning. News top of the hour comes up next. Thank you for listening listening to JFM to JFM JFM Podcast.